0: Wow, before I go into the spirit of counsel, the gifting, it's a gift, the spirit of counsel. Because Pastor, was all in the message when it comes to making decisions, our thoughts. How many of us have made some bad decisions in our life? Bad, just bad choices, bad decisions. And some of those choices could have been your life, but God didn't see it so. These choices and these thoughts that come, they become, they end up becoming a habit, your way of thinking. It becomes a, a habit. So I want to speak about the word prudence first before I really go into the spirit's gift of counsel. The spirit of prudence is basically. The virtue of good moral conduct, your behavior, is actually seeing ahead. Prudence means I can see ahead. It means I can see in a great distance away from where I'm at. Prudence. It means to be careful and wise in how you discern what's right or what's wrong. It avoids rash behavior and risky outcome. It's a very thought out and logical way of thinking, but it's without the Holy Spirit. It's good management of your talents and your resources, prudence. Basically, prudence is a, a good steward. You have some talents inside of you, but the enemy is telling you, you are worthless. You can't do anything. He's afraid of the talents and the resources, which are people. Because the word of God says, I've given you men for thee and people for your life. I've given you resources. So with being prudent, it means that you have the ability to govern and discipline yourself. By reasoning. So you're able to govern yourself accordingly. See, God is a God of order. He said, this gives you the ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. How you think. You can govern yourself not to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. You can govern and discipline yourself. Being around the wrong people, family or not family. Being around the wrong people. Governing yourself in order. Prudence is based on your action. Long-term thinking. A lot of us don't think about when we reach a certain age about retirement. You don't look ahead. You want right now gratification. So this is how we end and poverty. We don't operate in prudence. We don't think ahead long distance. And this is how a lot of us actually been brought up. And it seems like we see nothing wrong with it. See, this is how the enemy bring you into... Okay, I'm, oh, I got to back up because <laughs> we're going to get into my scripture here. So, but this is how the enemy put you in a place of bondage. When you don't think ahead. See, certain prayers are not going to be answered because you're missing the mark. Why did he say when you pray, don't miss the mark? He said when you pray, he said don't pray amiss. Don't miss the mark. Don't pray for something that's practical that you just need to do. My license is suspended. Practical. You have to pay the fee, get it reinstated, practical, right? <laughs> See, because there's a lot of things that we do, and we all frustrated, and, and I have this going on, I have that going on. Yes, because you were not prudent and good moral behavior. Okay. Y'all don't quite want to talk about your behavior. <laughs> he said, you, when, you, when you have a rash behavior... Okay, And then govern yourself accordingly, you make risky decisions. Then you come and pray, and I mean, you want to pray the paint off the wall. And then you want to go on a fast. He said, you're just hungry. Go ahead and eat. <laughs> because these are practical things you just should have done. And everything does not require, see, this is not a demon. This is you. You just need to not act rash in your behavior. Out... <laughs> issues, as Pastor well said, take them out of your heart. The issues, you have issues, so we avoid the issues. Amen, Pastor. See, it, 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 it dictates your behavior. Yeah. Your heart do. And you need wisdom at that moment. Amen. And this is what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Not the wisdom of the world, Mm-mm. but the counsel of Holy Spirit. There you go. He said the safety in the counsel. A uh, Lord. Mm. It's intelligent. Prudence is making a a intelligent, intelligent decision and it's driven by truth. That's good. It's, you consider your your goals? See, just to say goal, that's a foreign thing, because you want instant gratification. That's right, microwave. See, goals require work, sacrifice. A lot of us don't want to work. Time. Some of us are pretty much satisfied with just living, existing. But God has called you to work. When you yield to Holy Spirit, this is what I need you to hear. This is very key. When you yield to the will of Holy Spirit, this is what it does to prudence, to your moral virtue, to your good behavior or potential good behavior. He sanctified your common sense. Now that's really good. When you respond with a yes to, to the will of God, Being prudent is operating in a good behavior. He then sanctifies your, your common sense. He sanctifies your common sense, your way of thinking. He sanctifies your thoughts, basically. He sanctifies... See, now they're no longer your thoughts. They're God's thoughts. Mm-mm. They're divine. See, prior to... Exactly, Pastor. Prior to... He says in his word, as far as the heaven is from the earth, so is your way of understanding my thoughts. That's right. You can't understand my thoughts. However, if you're prudent. There you go. He says, I will sanctify your common sense. He prepares. And now you will have my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Prudent man. The mind of Christ. See, what he says. Now, permit and allow the mind of Christ to be in you. Like, well, how do you do that? This is how you do that. You say yes to the word of God. And then what he does, he sanctifies your thoughts. And then they become God's thought. See, that takes the fight out of it. Yep. It's hard. You don't know. I have some, you know, vices. I do this. I do that. Y'all don't know. I'm in the world. I'm on the streets. You know, I'm hard. Whatever. I don't don't know. Whatever you're going through, right? Mm I felt like I was going to rap, but anyway. Um, <laughs> please don't. Please don't. <laughs> I heard someone say please don't. Was that, was that, that was me. Was that the pastor heard someone? That was me. You <laughs> some static in the speakers. Could we fix that? <laughs> 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 we love to laugh around here. Yeah. Um <laughs> you going to say something, Pastor? N- n- no, not yet. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> you have to have laughter in your marriage. Amen, Amen brother. We do. <laughs> we joke. All the time. It's good to, you know, get back and look at your spouse and, you know, not do anything mean. But I'm just saying in light of. What's your name? Marcus. I'm saying in light of not to hurt my feelings. But it should be. <laughs> just a laughable moment. So, again, we need to know. We, our, our common sense needs to be sanctified. See, and then you realize the value of how when you make the wrong decision, how it can afflict your life and others' lives. Amen. See, we go through a lot of undue, unnecessary stress because your common sense are not sanctified. See, so when you do this and your common sense then are sanctified, it allows the Spirit, Holy Spirit, to take over your life. And then live through you. Mm -hmm. This is the only way that he can take over your life because you have his thoughts now. Now he can lead you and guide you. So this explains, now how does this Holy Spirit lead and guide? By your common sense being sanctified, your thoughts. Now it's his thoughts. Now he's able to lead you. And you're able to follow. Amen? Amen. Give me some practical things. Practical yet still deep. So prudence itself means to reflect, you know, to think before you act. Excellent. Prudence means to reflect, evaluate, weigh pros and cons of the decision before you make it. Think before you act. Real simple. That's what prudence is. However, the gift of counsel is more than just prudence. With the gift of counsel, instantly I know what I should do. Instantly, you know the right thing to do. Prudence, you're weighing. You're not sure, but you're weighing the pros and cons. What's the best decision before I act? But the counsel of Holy Spirit, instantly, promptly, you know what to do. Can you imagine that? You're in fellowship with the opposite sex, because we don't don't date, right? (laughs) And so you're fellowshipping, and you sit down, and you're talking, and instantly you know by the counsel of Holy Spirit that this is not of God. There you go. Mm -hmm. So you reach for your purse, you put your jacket on, and you say, uh, it was nice. It was nice, you know, hanging out today, but uh, I got to go. What's wrong? This is not of God. <laughs> got to go. See, we're not wasting time. See, we we don't really, we're not we're not allowing Holy Spirit to really function in our lives. When it comes to buying a car, purchasing a home, whatever, all your decisions and all your ways, me. didn't he say acknowledge him? Yep. How I come in none of our ways sometimes we don't acknowledge him? He said, acknowledge me in everything you do. He said, then I'll lead and guide you into all truth. Amen. Do you get the understanding of that scripture now? Now I will lead and guide you into all truth. Now I'm allow you to see spiritually, and allow you to hear spiritually by my counsel. See, the counsel of Holy Spirit is not advice. He don't come giving you advice. Mm -mm. Come on. Mm -hmm. Okay. The gift of counsel enables a person to judge promptly correctly and in difficult situation it perfects you and it elevates the virtue of prudence it elevates now your good morals so how do you really assess the counsel from holy spirit mm-hmm. you develop humility Develop a sense of weakness. Mm -hmm. Not that, oh, I can't do this. I'm no good at that. No. You step down from pride Mm -hmm. to be willing to be led by Holy Spirit.
1: Bring yourself
0: low before the most high God. Know that he has a need. What was that, Pastor? Know that he has a need. Exactly. He does have a a need. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Live in truth and proclaim it. See, Mom, I knew that was for you. He said, don't just hold this in. He said, proclaim it. Live in it and also speak it. And develop a deep desire to do his will. Amen. A deep desire. He said, then you assess the counsel of Holy Spirit.
1: Well, if you have his heart,
0: you will. Let's see. Oh, we don't have much time. We don't. <laughs> it's trying to get through. Sorry. Um, I will give you an example before we get to our foundation scripts because we're going we're gonna to break over the word. Um, Genesis 41, 38 through 41. Al, you get that for me. I'm talking about Joseph here in the affairs
2: of Egypt. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find this man's equal? A man in whom is the spirit of God. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, for as much as your God has shown you all this, there is nobody as intelligent and discreet and understanding and wise as you are. Stop.
0: He's saying not of his own intellect. But he said, I can sense that you have this the gift of the Holy Spirit's counsel.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You shall have charge over my house, and all my people shall be governed according to your word. Stop. He said, I'm going to give you authority. Mm -hmm.
0: Because this is what anointing does. Mm -hmm. Anointing on a person's life brings increase. It brings authority. It brings influence. I'm
2: going to put you over. Go, Go ahead, Al. Go ahead. My people shall be governed according to your word with reverence, submission, and obedience. Only They're
0: going to respond to your word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to obey your words. See, and he called them intelligent because an intelligent person, even though they're intelligent, they don't have to be speaking all the time. They're not trying to prove how smart they are. There you go. The most intelligent person, you probably don't know because they say very little, except when it's needed.
1: There you go.
2: Continue now. Only in matters of the throne will I be greater than you are. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I have set you over all the land of Egypt.
0: The anointing sets you high above those who are just living and just prudence, being morally good. He said, I see a spirit, a different spirit on you that I haven't seen on anyone else. See, and this is setting you apart. Because all what he went through, he still wasn't, he still wasn't bitter. Nope. He didn't act out. He acted accordingly. Good moral conduct. And he yielded to the will of God, which caused his common sense to be sanctified, Mm -mm -mm. which called him to have the thoughts of God. There you go. And so now God was living in and through him. so what he was seeing was the spirit of the counsel of God. And I'm going to put you up. No, no, he thought he was putting him up. But no, the promotion came from God himself.
1: All promotion comes from him.
0: And the word of God. It says a prudent man sees the evil and hides himself, but the naive keep right on going and suffer for it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. A prudent person, it, it, it separates itself from evil. He said, but the naive one keep right on going and suffer. We could go on a long list of, and that's Proverbs 20, uh, 22, 3, just for your reference. Uh, but I won't go through the other ones. I'm just going to jump right into our foundation scripture, which is Isaiah 5.13. And that is um, our version of Amplified Classic Edition. That's 5.13, Isaiah.
2: It says, therefore, my people go into captivity to their enemies without knowing it. And because they have no knowledge of God. And their honorable men, their glory, are famished. And their common people are parched with thirst.
0: I'm sure he's like, what is he saying here? What is he saying? Therefore, my people go into captivity to their enemies without knowing it. Because they have no knowledge of God. And their honorable men, their glory are famished. And their commonplace are parched with thirst. What he's saying here is that my people go into captivity without knowing it. You, you place yourself in bondage not knowing it because you don't really know God. He said you're just not aware of who he is. And so what happened is that the people, the honorable people, are the people who are spiritual leaders. He said because they are famished themselves, they can't feed you. But you don't know it. Because you've been placed in bondage by tradition. Mm -hmm. See, you've been placed in bondage in tradition. So when you have spiritual leaders themselves who are famished and need to be fed, you go thirsty and hungry of the word, but not knowing it. Thank you. you feel of the word of God. So you're speaking the word of God. You're dancing. You're running around. But you're famished. From the word of God and living the mm-hmm. word of God. That's right. Mm-hmm. He said you're, you're not aware. So what they're doing and what keeps you famished and you don't grow spiritually is that they start to preach a, a uh, type of message that's just for your, your flesh. Your soul. That gets you excited. Your soul. Yep. Your emotion. So you're jumping up and down. You're crying. Your God is good. You're, oh, and see, we can quote those type of cliches. God is good. He's good all the time. Is he? Is he to you? Are you living like that? Are you demonstrating that God is good all the time? Mm -mm. He said you are famished and you are in bondage and you don't know it.
1: Mm -mm. You you forgot blessing and highly favored. Go ahead. It said
0: these type of these type of leaders leave you thirsty. Mm-hmm. They leave you famished. So a person can't think clear when you're not only thirsty, but you're famished. You, you can't think clear. Exactly. thoughts, You can't reason. That's
1: right. Your thoughts.
0: You can't hear the voice of God. But in Proverbs 24, 5, it actually talks about, by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious Pleasant riches, knowledge will cause the chambers to be filled with riches. A wise man is strong. Yea, a wise man, knowledge increases. So this means that knowledge, when you have knowledge, it causes you to always increase in your strength. Mm -hmm. So you always have to be gaining knowledge. You should never see, this is why it says knowledge, we've heard this, knowledge is power, right?
1: Yeah, they're here on t-shirts and
0: everything but how much exactly on t-shirt everywhere so how much do you really understand that knowledge is power so when you see people who lack knowledge because the word of god says my people perish Perish. for the lack of knowledge Mm -hmm. so when a person has knowledge they have power and you can see it in their lives because where there's no knowledge there's poverty you perish do you hear me So we don't have to strive to be rich. You've been made to be rich. Because the spirit of knowledge is given to you. Which is power, influence. Wherever there is poverty, there's no knowledge.
1: That's good. Excellent.
0: There's no reason for you to live in poverty except you... Except you choose to do it by choice. Except you choose to afflict your own body and those that are around you. Knowledge is truly power. And He strengthens you. And it says that you increase more and more and more when you have knowledge. That's right. And with that increase, brings anointing. You're not just strong, like I said, but you keep. You keep increasing in it. And the, uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, it says, the word says, the wisdom of God will make you stronger than a mighty man. Giving you a supernatural strength. Mm-hmm. Because knowledge gives power. power. Do Simon. Okay, I'm going to keep going because I don't have much time. I don't have much time. I'm keep going. It causes us to be spiritual Thinkers when your knowledge increase. Spiritual knowledge.
1: That's excellent.
0: Spiritual thinkers. So you're not thinking like the world. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking that I'm gonna go on a date. Because Christians don't date, they fellowship. Because their goal, their long distant goal there you go, is marriage. Covenant. Our supporting scripture, we we are coming around mm-hmm. on uh probably about maybe fifteen minutes. It's <laughs> Proverbs eight twelve. Amplified. Again, it's Proverbs eight, verse twelve.
2: Praise God. Praise him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wisdom from God, make prudence my dwelling, and I find out knowledge and discretion. Small. Go, go ahead. Wisdom from God, make prudence my dwelling, and I find out knowledge and discretion.
0: I, wisdom from God. He says, I make prudence. I, wisdom, which is God. He's wisdom. He says, I make prudence my dwelling place. Mm -hmm. You have to be a prudent person for God to dwell in you. You have to have good morals. You have to have good morals. He said, before I dwell in you. He said, I wisdom, I make prudence my place where I live. Come on, y'all. Mm-mm. I make it to be my place where I live, and I find out knowledge. So you find out knowledge and also discernment because he has made you his dwelling place. That's really
1: good. Right.
0: He said, this is how you become a, a spiritual thinker because You're prudent. And then wisdom. Then the the spirit of wisdom. Because we know all the different gifts of the spirit. But the spirit of wisdom takes over you. Dwell inside of you. And calls you to be a spiritual thinker. To analyze, scrutinize, to understand. to Now to be able to understand the revelation of what is to be revealed. You can now see afar off. Yes, pastor.
1: Did you did you look at that in the um, complete Jewish? Yes, I says did. Can I just? But yes, sir. Is really good. It says, "I wisdom live together mm-hmm. with caution. I obtain knowledge and discretion. I mean, just the prudence and the caution. I mean, we should be without excuse yeah. about yeah. our choices mm-hmm. that we make." Mm-hmm. Because he says, I
0: wisdom lives together with caution. Yes. I wisdom. <laughs> I insight. That's right. I insight. Mm-hmm. Live together. From a great distance. Mm-mm-mm. Future. Caution. Future along with caution live inside of you. I'm just. Mm-mm, mm-mm,
1: mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. You're going to marry the right you, person. You, you're not. See, you're trying to figure it out. Amen. You're going to marry the right person. You're trying to figure it out. But he says, I wisdom, Mm. which is insight into things that other people can't see into. That's right. That's right. Along with being cautious of what's wrong, I'm able to live inside of you because of your moral behavior and good conduct. Discretion. (laughs)
1: This is good. I obtain knowledge and discretion.
0: Go ahead, ma'am. That's good. We have to become, we have to stop being just talkers of the word of God. Amen. Shouting, shouting and screaming, but not having access to the ability to execute divine power from our Father. See, we need to have access to pull divine power from our Father. This is good, good right here. It's one thing to talk about it, but it's one thing to make a withdrawal from the power. It's one thing to talk about his glory, but it's another thing to make a withdrawal from the glory. Oh, see. Okay. OK.. It's one thing to post a million-dollar house that you want to live in and the car you want to drive and, and all these pictures of the husband. He said, but it's one thing, that's one thing, but it's another thing to make a withdrawal from a divine power to obtain what you think you see. That's
1: why you pray. But go ahead.
0: He said, when you operate in prudence, I'm able to... Bring my spirit of wisdom, insight into your future. Yeah. allowing you to see and to know what's not there. Oh. I'm allow I allow you to see into to know what's not there. I'm going to give you a real testimony. Mm-hmm. A to testimony it's about my husband. I, I saw him. I'm, this is a short version because uh, we were acquaintances before. I saw him, Whitney. Eighth grade. And... <laughs> Eighth grade. That was when we first met. So I saw him when I was in my, my uh, later 30s. Yeah. And so
1: Let's go with that.
0: when I saw him, this is what I did. I said this I said, Wow, he, he has a good heart, but he's going to hell. And That's say, what she said. I, I mean, I, I hadn't, we had a gap of 18 years between us. So I hadn't sat down, talked with him, known anything. I was like, Wow. You know, we opened the door, and I'm like, wow, nice guy. Said, but he's going to hell if he don't get saved. So that was my first concern is that he has to, he has to get saved. Then I said, wow, wait a minute. That's my husband, and this is my house. It, it put so much fear in me. I wanted to run back to my car. I, wait a minute. They want the six-pack? first. <laughs> no. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. It was not. <laughs> that was it, that was it. I, you I'm know, sorry. That's that was where I was. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you have the the counsel of God, which is not is not advice. It's a knowing. Mm-hmm. And it scared me so much. So I just want to get out the house. I, want, I'm, I need to leave. I need to go. This is crazy. This doesn't make sense. And I said, I've never felt that something was so much mine in my entire life. And see, then the enemy comes after Holy Spirit counsel you. And he says, because I said, well, uh, I'm going to church. He said, Oh, I'm not going to church. He said, I'm never going to go to church. Never. Gotta say it harder than that. I'm, I'm never going to go to I church. Meant
1: to.
0: I said, well, that doesn't make sense. See, that doesn't make sense. But Holy Spirit sanctified my senses. It was too late. It was too late, Al. It was too late. He, he sanctified my senses. And here so I it is. was a quick recover. I was able to see, and see, it didn't distort my sight. That's right. Because my senses were sanctified. Mm. And nothing could have taken away, nothing that he said or could have done, Pastor, that would have taken away the fact that what God had counseled
1: me with. Go ahead.
0: Teach. See, because I had made a, a, a declaration to my Lord. I said, Lord God, because I was married before and I got a divorce. I said, Lord God, I said, he has to see because those those came with my common sense and my own thoughts, which caused a real risky experience. And with that risky experience, it causes you resources, money, and time, and frustration, and pain. Oh, you done told something here. And so don't, don't cry over it because... This was your choice. But God says, now Holy Spirit wants to counsel you. Allow him to counsel you. And when he counsels you, you'll be able to see afar off. I saw within the next three years. And not only that, but I saw the colors that I was going to wear at the wedding. I even designed what I was going to wear. Uh, tell him I said I won't go get married either. Oh, he said he was never going to get married again. <laughs> None, nothing what he said man, makes I sense. Man, I was so negative, man. Good, gracious. Nothing what he said Boy makes of sense. of the
1: spirit. Go ahead.
0: Had I listened to him, I'm like, he don't <laughs> make sense right now.
1: <laughs> I think some other men can identify with that. Okay. Am I just, it's just me?
0: No, okay. I'm sure it's not. Just I'm sure you. it's not. Okay. So he was just good thinking that, you know, we can just shack. No, we cannot shack up. That's what I thought. We can't shack And so, and when, see, when God counsel you, he brings in a the resources Amen. with the counsel. So in the wedding, before the wedding, I had my girlfriend at the time. She, she said, Can I, as a gift, can I buy your wedding cake? A wedding cake was about $400. Sure, you can. Yep. Then her husband called and said, Can I pay for your reception? Sure, you can. Yep. And anybody know anything about food that's catered, you can pay anywhere from twenty-three, two 2300 on up. Then she bought, only thing that we had to buy was, or get done, was that he rent his tux and I paid for my hair to get done. The wedding Boom. was paid for in full. Sanctified. See, because you can see afar off. See, see, when you can see afar off, I'm not here in my current situation. Go ahead, man. I'm it in right my there. far off. Yeah. Uh, that's what prophecy is. You have to learn to live in the prophecy, mm-hmm. not talk about the prophecy. See, we're we're good Go for ahead. quoting the prophecy, the word of God, but we don't live in the prophecy.
1: And you don't war over your prophecy.
0: And see, in the the, the warring over, I guess. For me, it was this. I know it's already done. There you go. So you entered
1: into a place see, called done.
0: I, I see now. I see. The, you
1: entered into a My place warring
0: done. is this. It's already done. See, because the enemy going to come in and yep. bring other things to your attention. I just know because there is a knowing. So when there is counsel from Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. what, what can man do? What can anyone say against right. the word of God? Amen. Because it's a knowing. See, don't get tricked up, Rhonda, by anything that any man tells you or what you see. Be so short-lived because I need to qualify you. This is why we said bring him here. Bring him here. You know what? See, because not only in our counsel, but then we want you to, baby, yourself, ultimately be counseled by Holy Spirit. See, you don't, we, none of us have time to waste, young and old. No time to waste. It's time to get to work. That's good, the knowing. Prudence has a few characteristics. Discernment. It has foresight and it has caution. Discernment, foresight, caution. It's wise when it uses knowledge. It's wise in speech. A prudent person has a teachable spirit. That's good. Right there. Yep. A prudent person has a teachable spirit. Proverbs 15.5 says, A fool despises his father's instruction and correction. But he who regards reproof acquires prudence. See, what it means is that, it means, Jalen, that when you obey your grandparents and your mom, it says that it will cause you to have good moral values and your character. And other people are going to admire you because of that. And then the anointing that comes with that. Oh, yeah. The, The power that comes with good moral values and influence. And people are going to start wanting to know who is Jalen. Hmm. <laughs> I, I was thinking about him this morning listening to some music. See, it's one thing to be able to play. That's right. But it's another thing to enjoy just laboring for God. Amen. <laughs> Not to do be you, seen. Do you hear me, Avery? It's, it's, it's one thing. See, this is why we don't look for or expect. A reward for laboring for God. Amen. Who does that? Said, so, God, God, you going to pay me? He said, I didn't pay the price. Amen. I paid the price. Amen. See, now, you're going to get rewarded simply because you're not asking. Amen. He said, he's, I know what you have need of before you ask. Amen. And isn't something about a child who have good behavior that you just want to do something for him? See, yes. so you just want to do something for them because they've just been... They've been conducting themselves so well.
1: Yep. It's a reward.
0: See, I, I want to talk to you briefly about a set of people, a, a set of people in the body of Christ. They quote the word of God, and they, they, they talk it, and they put it on social media, but they, they don't live it. And they are the ones who are the stumbling block for those who want to grow. They're a stumbling mm-hmm. block in the kingdom of God because they don't want to grow and they're blocking your growth. These are called the tares, but they have to grow with the wheat. That's right. Right alongside. I want to give you, I'm telling you statements just in my spirit because I woke up this morning with him in my spirit because when I was hearing music, and I, I'm not music inclined whatsoever. And I'm like, how do you hear and you keep with the beat? And then I know a lot of times we don't practice.
1: That's
0: right. <laughs> right. It's one thing when things, hey, one thing when you, you go and you practice, but when you don't practice, I'm like, Lord, what are you doing back here? Mm-hmm. I ask Holy Spirit, what are you doing? I mean, this is amazing. See, we take it for granted. Adam, the talent that we have. See, these that's are right. see the talents are resources. Mm-hmm. See, your reward is not at the moment. See, we want to right now self gratification. That's good. Says, it's far that. off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the schools and the scholarships that are going to be calling and looking for you. See, that's, that's what right. you want. Play to the glory of God.
1: And it is going to pass.
0: we have to stop making excuses as to why we're not growing so we can really process and also possess the promises of God I'm talking really possess really obtain and live right. in the promise of God and the best time to really go for your promise and the purpose that God has for you is when you when your life you're going through hell that, I mean, when you're literally going through hell, everything around you is crazy. That is the time to really go for the promise that God has for you. Amen. So it's time for you to stop allowing Satan to deceive you. And you start deceiving him. You start deceiving him by your, your, uh, your praise, when you don't feel like praising, when you don't feel like coming to church. Say, he said, deceive him by that. To where he thinks you have you in the corner. You're all weak and you're tired and you don't feel like fighting. And break out that corner with a praise that just don't make no sense. I just really pray that today that the word of God really have reached your heart. When it comes to the gift of the spirit of the counsel of God. That you allow him to counsel you. And you walk in prudence which is being cautious, and that's being weighing what's right and what's wrong, which causes him to sanctify your common sense, having his thoughts, Christ's mind inside of you. And you now speaking and obtaining the things of God, having a foresight in the things to come. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hold
1: up. Go nowhere. She's trying to get off so quick. So so this knowledge, this is really good. Gnosis in the Greek, and pre-gnosis. And also it means true knowledge. So you can get knowledge of the world and, but, and book knowledge, but this gnosis is divine.
0: Amen.
1: And you have access to it. Did y'all hear what I just said? You have access to divine knowledge. That's right. Pre-gnosis. You, uh, you have access to it. See, th- it, true knowledge it's just and I'm not talking See, we get this mixed up with intellectual um, documents and all these things that's not the knowledge he's talking about but that's what the world thinks that knowledge is but it's a true knowing of his divinity who he is uh oh she got
0: something no 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 I'm <laughs>
1: good okay. But I think it's very important for us to quantify and know exactly what this, this true knowledge is and it's divine. And you have access to it. You say, I'll show you great and mighty things you know not. Just let me take abode up inside of you. Man, I'll tell you, it's some good stuff. She's running away again. But anyway, it's wonderful. I'm glad that y'all learned something today. Yeah. We're getting better on our time. Make sure we let y'all out. Enough time. Cause, you know, Pastor, he, he, his watch is always broke. He just want to talk. <laughs> anyway, um, this is the format that we kind of use. Uh, we'll break it up some. Um, but uh, Mel is a teacher. She's a, an anointed teacher. There's so one thing they teach, but there's another to teach with the anointing. Can I just give y'all something for real? Where we leave the anointing. Go back there. Go ahead, back. The anointing will cost you. Katherine mm-hmm. 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 Kluman caused her her relationship with Mister. She, she could have had the married life and went on, but she decided to go ahead and teach God's people. Moses, the same thing. You never heard anything else about his children. was a wife. But he went and served God's people. There's a price for that anointing. So don't use it. Don't, don't let it crush you. What my wife walked in, the anointing that she walks in, you know, some of y'all wouldn't want to be in, in the abusive relationship. She's just, so much he ain't tell you. Maybe some of y'all have never jumped out of a, a moving car. Maybe some of you have never had to make a choice. Do I shoot him? See, this real? There's a price to pay for the anointing. And then once you get it, don't merchandise it what's going on in the body of Christ. You see a lot of merchandising of the anointing. And you know what? This is another thing. Take this one. The anointing makes room for you. You ain't got to do anything. The anointing will make room for you. You ain't got to do nothing. Just be obedient. Let that pressure be applied sometimes. That pressure is going to purify you. That pressure is going to bring the best out of you. It's going to allow you to be prudent. Look ahead. Ministers come up front. It's part of our worship, our tithes and our offering. Whenever you come to the house of God, always have an offering. Have something to give. Amen? This is part of your worship. Just like when you're raising your hands and you're praying and you're singing, it's the same part of your worship when you give to God. It shows that you're a good steward over what's His. That's part of of your relationship. Amen? The Bible says, as a man purpose in his heart.